0: The No Sweat Podcast with Andrew O'Neill. Hello and welcome to this mini episode of the no sweat podcast this one is a world cup special and what a special world cup it's been uh apparently i haven't watched it because i am part of the lgbt plus community and also because i don't like football which might also be because i'm part of the lgbt plus community anyway uh england are out and so is integrity and dignity hooray now the there's been loads of Talk about worker exploitation in Qatar and about Qatar's treatment of queer people. Um, The Guardian reported in February 2021 that 6,500 migrant workers died in Qatar since the World Cup was awarded 10 years previously. Workers had come from India, Pakistan, Nepal, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka and other countries. They've died of heat stress. They've died of suicide, um, and there's been a massive lack of transparency from the government about this worker exploitation. But here's the thing, right? Here at No Sweat, we know for a fact that this isn't remotely just a Qatari issue, right? No. No! No!
1: I mean, this is what I found really wild watching the coverage of this, which is that I mean, firstly, I do want to begin by saying the abuses in Qatar have been horrific and I'm glad that there has been, this has been drawn to light and I appreciate all the people who, and especially the people on the ground who have been trying to raise awareness and demand accountability, like I think respect to everybody involved. I think one thing that I've been particularly, I found quite, yeah, like, very wild is the Western media coverage of this. Mm-hmm. Um which is basically they've constantly been putting out article after article about the human rights violations and how horrific they are and um, particularly the, my, the abuses that migrant workers face. Meanwhile the UK is literally sending migrants to Rwanda. Meanwhile <laughs> literally last week a report came out about supermarkets in this country being worried that our government is incentivizing modern slavery but via the visa programs to bring migrants into this country to go on the farms. Like, we have a record of migrant worker abuses. Migrant workers can't speak out in this country because they're scared of deportation. And so for the the audacity of this country to look down on another country, and I'm not in any way justifying what's happening in Qatar, like, no way. It's absolutely vile. But migrant worker abuse is endemic here. And for the West to have sort of like a high... Sort of pedestal of morality is very wide, <laughs> in particular considering the U.S. In about is the next host, if I'm right, I'm not sure. Yes, but North th-
0: America next time. I looked it up, and it yeah, was Russia, and it was Russia last time.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that, and so that hotbed
0: well, of queer acceptance.
1: <laughs> like, will we will we see any actions and demands for a boycott of the U.S. Considering their human rights violations? Like, I highly doubt it, and it's this whole orientalist vibe that we're getting that's really, really been. I mean it's not surprising. I mean, when else do we see Arabs or the Middle East presented? How else do we see them presented in Western media? Mm-hmm. Um the inherently evil Arabs who were complicit in all these human rights violations and so it wasn't surprising but it was very outrageous to be honest just to see the level of coverage that it was getting considering our own sorts of our own history of migrant worker abuse. Totally. I think it's a big deflection of again, our abuses, but also the fact that this isn't a Qatar issue, like you said, this is a global issue. Migrant worker rights aren't, a lot of migrant worker abuses aren't limited to Qatar. This is an ongoing practice that yeah. international corporations are profited from right and
0: the entire high street is prof- profiting from every exactly. all the clothes you could buy, all the electronics that you're buying, they're being made by explo- exploited migrant workers <laughs> like it's not it's not just the building of the World Cup. it's such a strange thing.
2: So in regards to like Qatar and the migrant workers that have been um, you know exploited and treated in such a way, it, it's worth noting because it is a large scale. And it's mainly because there's no real established trade unions that are there to protect their workers' rights. And if there were, then people would actually, well, maybe a lot more lives could have been saved and a lot less people could have been exploited.
1: And they profit from it as well. Like the reason why a lot of brands and corporations will go to places like Qatar is because they know they can rely on the lax labour regulations, including the right to freedom of association. So for workers to organise to have unions, et cetera. The fact that they can't do that makes it very difficult to even stand up against these violations. And so again, that's how we see It isn't just, and again, like you said, like it isn't just Qataris that are profiting from this. It's international corporations who are profiting, whether it's through the hotel industry, whether it's through construction, whether it's a sponsorship, like all these corporations are largely based in the West who are profiting from this exploitation. And this is something that I feel like isn't addressed enough. Um, the complicity of the global supply chain um so yeah the framing again has just been very very hypocritical there's also that point of um you see how football is very like people are very scared to come out because it's such a homophobic sort of hugely like the irony of that and like I've always, that. really I've always
0: used that. I've always used that as one of my arguments against the culture of football. Yeah, is, you know how many how many out gay guys are there in the Premier League? And I think it's is it did someone come out recently?
1: Someone, yeah, there was one guy. I forgot his which name. Which the
0: first person that's come out since Justin Fashion? Yeah, which was in the eighties. was Driven to fucking suicide. It's
1: disgusting.
0: And you know, it's also a fact that it's also a fact that I mean, during the World Cup. Traditionally, uh, the abuse I get for my gender presentation on the high street goes through the roof. We know that domestic violence goes yeah. through the roof in, in when sports big sports events happen. Um, yeah, it's it's funny that, but then I, I genuinely think, or I thought before they fucking didn't do anything about it. <laughs> I thought that the new the new kind of um, glut of, of, of England players seemed to be like a bit more fucking switched on a Mm. bit more you know uh but the fact that they the fact that you know they they wouldn't they wouldn't risk getting a yellow card by showing solidarity with that rainbow armband it just shows such a lack of guts a real lack of guts you know there you go. Mm. But then I'm not a footballer, and you know, <laughs> I think I think the reasons I'm not a footballer are tied in with me being the strange person I am. <laughs> and strange, I don't think you can separate my political views from the fact that I never got into football when I was a kid, which is not. And we must say, we must, as you know, we must say that we're not having a go at. You know, hashtag not all football fans, of course, um, because there's, you know, there's a beautiful left wing and switched on culture within the wider football culture, but the rest of it can fuck off.
2: (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, I can't give a shit about football either, Um, but I totally understand why people love it. Growing up, I used to watch World Cup because there's such a big culture around it, and I, I've just always supported West Ham because it's closest to me. But it's a bit ridiculous because I was reading the fans football kit, well, the uh, the World Cup shirts are sell- selling for £115, but they're made by Thai factory workers that are just paid £1 per hour. Now, when the amount of money that gets pumped into the World Cup, like these footballers, they, they get bought out... Millions? Millions maybe? I don't know. I don't follow it enough to give a fuck. But they get bought out for a lot of money and they can't pay their workers the actual living wage. That, that, come on. How are people meant to earn this much and support families and have children that go to school and pay bills and, and, and travel into work? So these footballers get a shit ton of money. They get money thrown at them. Oh, please join our club, <laughs> or join our club. But fucking, in comparison, these the people that are making their fans clothes, they aren't getting enough to even eat. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. So here's the thing, and our, it's our policy on the No Sweat Podcast to tell you how shit things are and then tell you what you can do about it. So... What can be done? What can we do? What can listeners do? Instead of just boycotting a thing that I wasn't going to watch anyway, what can people actually do to improve the conditions of these migrant workers?
2: So you can join No Sweat, get involved with any campaigns that we have running, um, support trade unions here and uh, internationally, uh, because trade unions are what um, allow the workers to have a voice. Um, Just build momentum, really, and raise awareness about it and talk to people.
0: It also strikes me that the focus on the oppression of LGBTQ people in Qatar... Can we stop for a second and say that in living history, it was illegal to be gay here and people were imprisoned for it and, more importantly... Um, and there's a long list of countries where um, homosexuality is illegal and there are loads of countries in which being gay is not just illegal but it's punishable by death here is a useful informative song It's illegal to be gay in Algeria! Libya, Morocco, Sudan, Tunisia, Gambia, Ghana and Guinea, Liberia, Britannia, Senegal and Cameroon, Chad, Burundi and Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Somalia, Comoros, Malawi, Zambia, Zimbabwe, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Kuwait, Oman, Gaza, Syria, Yemen, Bangladesh, Maldives, Pakistan, Brunei, Malaysia! Punishable by death in Iran, Afghanistan, states of Nigeria, Chubilay, Somalia, Somalia, United Arab Emirates. It's also illegal in Russia, in Chechnya, in Egypt, Kuwait, and in Saudi Arabia there are prison sentences of several months of life, fines, castration, torture or death can be sentenced on the first conviction, a second conviction merits execution. This has been the No Sweat Podcast.
2: I've been Nav.
1: I've been Maisha.
0: And I've been Andrew. Thank you very much for listening. (laughs) Goodbye.